1: First time in a long time, but back like I, I never left. Taking these things as it comes, you know me, I, I don't do. read ahead. Watch we burn down everything. BDE on the TV set. When I'm in control on the road, you could never really know what's up next.
2: Hello, 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 hello. Brayden Harrington here with Davey Portman for Up Next Post Apple Podcasts, Spotify, whatever podcast app you use and we are live live
1: on youtube.com slash post wrestling yeah hello post marks
2: i'm wearing a post hat you're wearing a post shirt yeah, well, but you got something. let me just get that off your shirt that, there we're, on, we're live right now no no no. thank goodness oh. it's uh it's like I was gonna a say that was very brave of you just ah, lint right. oh. we're 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 cold we're roommates. We've we've, yeah. <laughs> 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 we've we've done worse Uh, Hello, welcome. It is Tuesday night. We just watched NXT and we're going to talk all about it because we are your NXT friends. Friends! And uh, am I Showtime, Braden Harrington? Showtime,
1: Braden Harrington. Got you, right. Lowdown, Davey P.
2: Right. Yeah, let's do it. Apparently, according to JP.
1: When we're on, is it just our post names now?
2: I mean, Showtime is, I think of Sting and I think of Eric Young. Right. Lowdown is... Uh, D-Lo. D-Lo. So, yeah. Pollock's just assigning us. You're more us- the d mark
1: than me. Although, I do like d Yeah, you're. Don't, every, we're all deep down mm-hmm. a D-Lo mark. D-Lo L-O mark, yeah. Uh, <laughs> One yes. of my highlights of 2023 is, is Braden Harrington losing his fucking mind <laughs> seeing D-Lo Brown backstage at it's Impact. Pretty great. It's pretty good. He loved it.
2: <laughs> we're best friends. Then. Of all the
1: people, like, you've met plenty of wrestlers and you've been perfectly cool. Of all the ones to just lose your goddamn mind over is D'Lo Brown. And the, I don't blame you.
2: Yeah. Sometimes you just got to the real dude now. You just gotta lose your mind sometimes. Like, I, the, the, the funny part was, it's like we were smoking and I went to pass. I didn't look over. So I went to pass this guy a joint and realized, oh, wait, you're not in a smoking <laughs> circle. You're just now face to face. Good times at uh, Impact Wrestling uh we won't be at the next one because we'll be away though but they're coming Mm. back to toronto which uh i'm sure will be a a lot of fun for any toronto area people um pretty pretty cool they're they're having a lot of fun we'll be
1: overseas we'll be doing our european tour
2: That's right. BDE going on tour. We did the Forbidden Tour, the Forbidden Pour in Toronto, and well, we're... The Forbidden Tour now. yeah, Yeah, the Forbidden Tour is all in it, bruv, because we are going to all in at Wembley, and we are doing an event with Grapple, and it's called All In It, bruv, and well, it's sold out, so you can't come. Mm. Uh, however, we we may be working on. You can ours.
1: hang out outside the bar and Yeah, take fun. Be like the wrestlers. Yeah.
2: just don't just don't wait at the airport. Yeah, for I'm us. not
1: telling you a hotel.
2: Not signing anything. Ma-
1: Casa Mama Portman. Yeah, but
2: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we're going to be uh, traveling a lot in the next like month or so because a we're going to All In, but sooner than that, we're going to SummerSlam mm-hmm. as well in the Big D. So we will be going to that. And uh, I gotta ask you: Are you ready to to, to throw him up? The sure. Jeff Hardy? <laughs> oh, are we going to that? <laughs> we're going to Detroit, and obviously, uh, family member of the show, family of the show, I should say, be Detroit uh, from What Up though. He's from Detroit, obviously. We're going to Summerslam. We're going to be hanging out with him, and he was kind of like, "Hey, we, maybe we should go check out GCW." And you were like, "Nah, not really feeling it." And I was like, on the fence. And then now they randomly announced Jeff Hardy's going to be there. They say he's not wrestling;
1: he's his band is playing, so he's playing after, after the, the show, thing, right? Yeah, yeah. So I mean, yeah. Honestly, I'm still not like <laughs> I haven't enjoyed a GCW show I've seen. So I'd kind of rather just go out, but I'm not going to yeah. like let you like you. Of you, course, you. of like, course, yeah. I don't mind, but I'm so probably if- not going to.
2: It it would definitely make me go and consider if he was wrestling. So maybe Willow the Wisp mm. is wrestling. Hopefully, maybe.
1: Yeah, I, I don't really want to see Jeff Hardy
0: <laughs> wrestle either. <laughs>
2: uh, yeah, it's not really a draw for me. Uh, yeah, man, I just want to hang out with yeah, Jeff Hardy. Do it. You do, you man. Yeah, maybe, possibly. Yeah. So we'll be on the fence. But we are going to Detroit. We are going to. We Somerset. will be. It's
1: coming really soon now. Yeah. yeah, it's
2: coming up in a few weeks.
1: And uh, also, I think we can announce. Uh, hey, any of you live in Berlin? <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, good, good show. Uh, we are we're going on a Euro trip. Yeah. We decided, hey, uh, I've never been over across the pond, and we thought, well, while I'm while I'm there, we'll make a little uh, pit stop somewhere else and stop off at a few other places. And we decided we're going to go party in Berlin.
1: Yeah, we we grilled some meat, we drank some finet branca, and Had we a fan- booked flights and time. hotels to Berlin.
2: Yeah, uh, I just want to <laughs> hang out with Alex Wright
1: at uh, at Burgain. <laughs> Yeah, we're gonna get into the.
2: Is it Bergenheim? Bergen,
1: I think it is. You just
2: need to get black mesh Met shirts.
1: Tops. I think we could get it. Seeing those two lads on, we we watched this. There's this exclusive like nightclub. Yeah, uh, where debauchery goes. Celebrities down. talk about it. Yeah, yeah, and there's like, it's like more like security checks in the airport to yeah, get into this yeah. place. And basically, you you end after. You're not even
2: allowed to smile in line. They no, kick you out. yeah.
1: Uh, you're not allowed on your phone or anything. After about three hours of. Lining up, they'll, they'll kick people like immediately out the line. Yeah. You meet the the big scary dude with face tattoos, and he decides whether you're in or out. And it seems like the the key is to not smile and wear black mesh shirts. So uh, so we'll dress like Jeff Hardy. Naturally, I've gone on Amazon. <laughs> uh, and, <yeah. laughs> You've gone and ordered us mesh shirts. Yeah. Oh,
2: I don't know, I don't know about that, but I think in all black, or if they, there's like a theme, you fit the theme and they'll let you in. Yeah, so. Maybe we'll try to get in somehow, some way. But we've been fascinated uh, uh, planning our trip. We're going to do a Jack the Ripper tour in London mm-hmm. as well. We're going to do all the fun yeah, stuff. Uh, a lot of bars, exactly. So. Yeah, hit us up
1: if you're if you're in Deutschland, if you're in in London, like come and come and say hi.
2: Yeah, uh, you want to buy us a beer? Buy yourself a Patreon friend membership over at our Patreon because it's only five bucks and it gives you a whole month's access. And hey, that will give us enough to buy us a beer. So go buy us and buy yourself the gift that keeps on giving.
1: And we're throwing a lot at you this month as well. Uh last month obviously like with forbidden door and forbidden poor, uh there was a week we kind of had to like chill yeah. because uh there was a lot going on. So we're making it up for you this week. Two Patreon Exclusive shows and a bonus free show on on our Poison Rana feed. Yeah,
2: lots and lots of free shows. Obviously, you got to follow Poison Rana. Go hit that subscribe. Search Poison Rana one word in your podcast app and find our weekly show. We just did one on Sunday talking all about Collision Joe versus Punk, the Tribal uh, courtroom the tribal drama. Court. Yeah,
1: like the biggest rated segment in wwe for years really yeah. oh wow interesting um well yeah, we talk all huge, about that huge ratings
2: yeah so we talk all about that and a bunch of other stuff g1 stuff and everything over on poison rana on that free feed you're getting shot in the dark with sino where he covers all the other wrestling of course there's a what up though from a week or so ago this friday i'm recording a new detox with Jordan Goodman, so follow that uh, Facebook group, and uh, I'll be putting up something tomorrow about a feed and ask some random questions because I'm sure we'll get into some weird and random topics that have nothing to do with wrestling. And then over on the Patreon, lots and lots of shows because we just did a review of uh, Vengeance 2006, which mm-hmm. was awesome. Then we did an Up Yours family member Chris Leone picked Midsummer, so that just came out this past weekend over on our Patreon for all patrons and. Uh, Yeah, if you're a fan of the uncomfortable horror movie with naked old people, this is the one for you, and we dive into it and get all spooked out, and uh, it's a ton of fun, and we had a fun chat with Chris. Great chat with Chris there. As well, so that was a fun horror movie review, but this week, we have a retro NXT review looking at NXT from January 15th, 2014, featuring Adrian Neville versus Tyler Breeze, Bo Dallas versus Mojo Rawley... I forget there's something else on it, but I'm blank. I just watched it. So, uh, but you know what? There was some other, there was some pretty good stuff on it leading to triple H, uh, announcing the first ever arrival. So, Oh wow. Okay. That's coming up. Yeah. We'll be getting into the first ever NXT like premium live event because we're at where the network was just announced and all that. So we're in that era in was next, which is a fun retro NXT review for all you NXT fans out there. So follow along with that. And then another show this week on the Patreon. And Up Yours from the BDE champ, Fire Frank. He did such a good job, we had to let him pick his his show. So he has selected, in honor of the new Turtles movie coming out in a few weeks, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, The Secret of the Ooze. With Kevin Nash and Super Shredder himself. so
1: I gotta know what's so secretive about this. <laughs> the ooze. secret
2: of the ooze. Yeah. There's a secret, Davey. I man. only
1: know about public ooze. I don't know about <laughs> any secret ooze is going on. Yeah, yeah. I have to find out.
2: <laughs> We're gonna find all about uh, Ninja Turtles. So get your feedback in. We're recording this tomorrow afternoon. So uh, there's a feedback thread on the Patreon and the Facebook page there. So lots of shows out on all our feeds
1: there. Also, Braden and I are competing. We have both entered this year. The post-wrestling oh, yeah. G1 contest. That's right. And uh, is this your first time you've done it? I think uh, You've done it for I've me. done it for you before? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so uh, we're going to be competing in the C Block. You still have a little bit of time to get your G1 picks in. Postwrestling.com slash live. Uh, it's always fun. Uh, I, I love doing this contest every year. I think last year I forgot. and missed out, so I'm, I'm glad to be back. Because I, I competed for that C block, I was I think second last time I did this. So uh, my trick I wanna is win it. My trick was just put Yano for everything. Yeah, win everything, win the whole damn thing. That, I think that is the thing. It's like looking, okay, what are the upsets going to be? Because no one, it's very rare someone wins every single match, even yeah. your top guys. So it's like, where are the upsets? And normally it's like a, a Yano who who picks up some of those wins.
2: I don't even want to win.
1: I just want to do better than W H Park. Oh, you will. He so. he's very bad at yeah. these things. He might not even do it this year. Yeah. Um, Good. But yeah, he's he's pretty bad at this. Um, but yeah, so we'll be uh, on our weekly Poison Rana Sunday show, probably talking about uh, some G1 we've seen over the next few weeks.
2: Yeah, definitely. Uh, lots to talk about. We'll be live again this Sunday over on our Poison Rana YouTube, which is now YouTube monetized. Yeah. So you want to buy us a beer? Hey, buy us a Super Chat live on Sundays our now. Our next
1: aim is to get the at out. We want to be at the point exactly. where Just just YouTube.com slash Poison Ryan.
2: Exactly, yeah. So uh, Sunday we'll go live at 2 Eastern time and we'll chat all about uh, Dynamite Collision and everything else going on in the world of wrestling. So lots and lots of podcasts and shows. You know, we,
1: we've fallen a bit behind because there's been so much wrestling to watch in recent weeks. But uh, one of our favorite uh, shows to put on at 4 in the morning is uh, Stone Cold Oh, we haven't. Yeah, we're behind. Well, now I think uh, we need another show. Uh, Is this A and E? These these shows. Yeah, yeah. We need Undertaker takes on (laughs) wildlife. (laughs) Undertaker be sharks. Undertaker be. We've seen Undertaker be tigers before. Wow, we have. Undertaker be lions. Yeah, uh Michelle McCool, th- we look, thought he'd retired, but like yeah, yeah,
2: you guys thought Undertaker retired. Well, he has one more in him apparently. You know we love sharks and we will be celebrating Shark Week in just a couple weeks. Oh, I can't wait. With our Patreon review of Jaws. So look forward to that in a few weeks because we love Shark Week and you know I got shark facts for you, but I don't think Undertaker knows that he's he's when he when he enters those waters, he's entering the boneless street crew. <laughs> what? what are you talking about? Because <laughs> sharks don't have bones. What? Uh, Michelle McCool on her social media, Miss Taker, posted a video where she's like at a beach somewhere. And a sh- you got to watch the video. I retweeted it and everything from po- Poison Ronald. But like the, sh- the shark approaches her and she kind of gets a little freaked out. And it, do- it keeps getting closer. So big Mark Undertaker just gets steps in and walks closer. And then this thing buggers off.
0: Yeah.
1: And it's typical 2023. It's like holy shit, there's a shark. I better just film it. We saw the same thing on a roof the other day. These <laughs> this couple just set a huge fire on We're, a barbecue. Yeah, the guy I like, wave him over. His arm, like trying to put it out. And the girl's just there with her phone. Out. Oh, oh no! Better film. Yeah. No. Oh, no, babe, watch out! And she's just filming it. I'm like, hey, there's a fire. Watch so out. yeah, yeah, we need that uh, Michelle McCool filming Undertaker scaring off scary animals. So
2: the Undertaker, <laughs> the Undertaker is like, oh, my, oh no, there's a shark at, close to my wife. I better step in. Like, what's the, What was he gonna do? Choke slam this shark? <laughs> Tombstone.
1: <laughs> Rest in peace. Well, I was, I was expecting a fight. So yeah, so Stone Cold takes on America. Undertaker, Undertaker <laughs> takes on wildlife and Kurt Angle takes on food. <laughs> yes. <Yeah, it's, laughs> <laughs> with scissors. Yeah, that,
2: yeah. Imagine there was there was social media in like the Attitude Era. All these people would not be. Uh, <laughs> they wouldn't be as cool. As <laughs> yeah, it. yeah, as we all thought they were. If you yeah. haven't
1: seen it, yeah, Kurt eating spaghetti with oh, scissors. Man. He's ridiculous. Love
2: it. Oh man, but yeah, uh, we love sharks here. So I'm glad no sharks were harmed no sharks by the Undertaker. Yeah, like,
1: he was just like, all right. He's I'm like, off.
2: yo, back off this fair is fair enough michelle mccool yeah it, yeah but damn uh we support sharks here yes, for yeah, sure yeah. uh so yeah we are gonna talk about uh nxt I, I saw that that was trending on social media but i also saw uh hugh jackman donning the yellow wolverine suit yes and i don't know about you but like i was filled with like happiness and yeah you can see i it's love quite that one yeah, yeah i love me some wolverine you're holding up a wolverine figure yeah. that i got the that was a dollar
1: wasn't that at the Awesome Toy Show?
2: No, this oh, wow, just okay. This new collection they put nice. out. Yeah, I love me some Wolverine, and I'm I'm excited for this movie. This photo coming out with him finally wearing this suit. Not no mask yet.
1: No mask. We've got to have the. There's gonna be that the poem, meme. Yeah, the meme of him looking at the, <laughs> the photo, photo. Isn't there sad Wolverine? It's gotta be it's gotta
2: the gotta photo be. of Jean, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I don't know. That just made me like happy, and I'm like, okay, I'm in. I'm going to see that movie right away. So. Yeah. Uh, really excited for to see that, uh, and then in other news, uh, because we live right beside the the Sky Dome, the Rogers Center, uh, Vladdy hitting all those home runs. So is that he's the first seventy two? Was it? I think something crazy. He's the first ever Blue Jay to win. Do you think you could hit one home run? Back in Given the, a softball. Hey, back in the day, I was pretty good. My mm-hmm. dad's and my, my brother's like crazy. It, it's in it, like uh, a
1: proper yeah. size.
2: You know, in a stadium that big. You know, my brother probably could. My brother probably could, but he's like trains and do that, does all that stuff. But right um, now, me
1: no, not right now. Definitely. So we didn't play baseball or softball back home. We played rounders, right. which is a smaller stick and you hit with one hand. Play cricket. Well, there's cricket as well, <laughs> but rounders is similar rules to baseball. Like, yeah, like softball, but it's a small smaller wooden bat. And I'd be good at that because I played tennis because my hand-eye coordination is pretty good. Okay, I don't think I'd be able to do the the double too well. Right? Yeah, I'd like to give it a go.
2: Yeah, I I, used I can't to be see myself good.
1: getting seventy two to be honest.
2: No, maybe I get it. Why close I ain't
1: being paid the big bucks. Exactly. Yeah, Vladdy. Yeah, try Vladdy. You try and podcast about NXT every week. And yeah, See man. how you you fare then. Yeah, but yeah, with us, Vladdy, and we're Laddie.
2: Yeah, Guerrero Junior.
1: Laddie Guerrero Junior. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Call me Laddie Guerrero Junior fan. Uh, well, now I guess we can talk about uh, NXT. And before before that is ten year anniversary of the
1: WWE Performance Center. Yeah, it turns ten. Wow. And they announced that, what, every single current champion has made their way through the PC on the main roster. Wow, impressive. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it's done all right, hasn't it?
2: Yeah, lots of big moments, uh, lots of big stars coming in through there, and I think they're doing a pretty damn good job. Like There was the argument like, oh, you know, if you train them all the same way, what's that going to do? But it's not
1: quite like that. It has so much more to that. Also, when they say that, it's also like thinking people like Gunther etc have had a career like seth rollins as well had a career outside wwe before but they still do the pc right fine tuning sure right yeah, beforehand. yeah but yeah yeah i'd say it's a success and there's
2: been so many big stars that have come through and will continue to so. and we're going to talk all
1: about them right now exactly yeah nxt july 11th 2023 live from the Capitol wrestling center in orlando florida and we start with judgment day coming out to Alter bridge on the other side and uh yeah is everything okay there uh, i'm not sure uh yeah okay yeah okay everything's good okay. um judgment day come out the full judgment day uh Rhea ripley damian priest finn balor dominic mysterio big chance for mommy in the uh, cwc and welcome home chance and finn gets the mic and says daddy's Home. Mm. Uh, I think Chample would have something to say about that.
2: That's right, and he's, he's been
1: home. He's been home, kind but of. unfortunately Johnny is injured right now, so uh. not getting that uh, KO Sammy uh. DIY match we were hoping for for SummerSlam. Um, but Finn says we're going to lay down some house rules from the Judgment Day, um, and every single member gets cheered, except for Dom, who gets big boos. Uh, Priest says, Mello and Trick, you called us out here because you thought you would get a divided judgment day as we've seen on kind of raw a little tension between priest and Bala. um but he says you're getting the judgment day that runs wwe and nxt and this is the murderer's row of wwe and then dom tries to speak and gets booed out of this building i love how dom is just treated this way
2: in wwe like i don't watch raw but the bits i have seen of dom i'm just absolutely loving the heel character that of what he's become he's He's getting so good at working, like timing, the acting, just everything. So, Dom, I see like going even further than I ever imagined, I think, in WWE, just because of how good he's in this role and acts and, and sells it to the crowd. I just, the whole Judgment Day act, like, actually really worked it's for me. really working. Yeah, I yeah, love all absolutely. of
1: them. Uh, Trick and Mellow come out, and uh, they, uh, Mama, uh, Mommy is mad. Uh, Rhea Ripley's mad that they interrupted Dirty Dom. And Mello says, maybe he's called Dirty Dom for all the time he dropped the s And gets cut off by uh, Trick saying, whoa, whoa, whoa. We can't say that here. Making a drop the soap joke. Uh, Mello, Mello says, this is about you, Finn. You're at the top of NXT's Mount Rushmore. and But now it's got Trick and Mello all over it. And you got the better of me on Raw the other week. But now you're in my arena and in this building, Trick, Mellow gang, run things. Uh, Priest says you don't have Judgment Day staring back at you every Tuesday. And that's why you're running things. And then things start to get heated between the two. And uh, they call for a tag team match. And Bala says if you come for the Prince, you best not miss. So it's confirmed that Priest and Bala will be taking on Trick and Mellow in the main event. Uh, kind of bumping that... Uh, ilia Braun match earlier in the show which we kind of thought might be the headliner this week
2: yeah which is kind of weird considering that's kind of a pretty big match Braun and Ilya. but i'd say anytime you bring down main roster guys it's big enough to be yeah, an event for, for sure. sure and especially this act is pretty popular with all four of them being here
1: and we've seen as well in recent weeks nxc ratings have been pretty good uh for what it is so i think better the, than collision yeah so i think the injection of uh main roster of WWE and stuff has definitely helped it and starting to get people you know the good thing about having people come down is you come to watch oh let's watch Seth Rollins have a match on a Tuesday and then you learn who a uh, Carmelo Hayes and a Bron Breaker is etc. Right. so I think they've been doing a good job with that uh, but yeah a uh, good opener here the crowd was super hot for Judgment Day and Trick and Mellow uh, so setting up the main event yeah,
2: I, I enjoyed it. I liked, Again, I like all four in Judgment Day, and obviously I love Trick and Mello on the mic, so the dynamic kind of worked. It just makes me wonder, like, where are we going with this? And I'll still think that by the end of this episode, but, which I guess is a good thing.
1: Yeah. We go uh, now to a first. I don't think I've seen this in wrestling before. An interviewer interviewing someone from prison <laughs> via Zoom or whatever. Uh, this so, is a collect call. <laughs> so we see Tony D'Angelo sporting a, a bit of a thicker beard than usual, a prison, prison beard, prison beard going on, um, and uh, McQu- McKenzie's questioning him about Stacks, and Tony goes, "What can I do? I'm at Stacks' mercy tonight, and I've never been worried, but tonight," and Mackenzie cuts him off and says, "Tony, are you concerned about Stacks? Do you trust Stacks?" And he says, look, I trust him, but honestly, I don't know this kid anymore. He barely visits, and I've been hearing some bad things about him. So putting into question Stacks' loyalty, is he working with Gallus uh, because we're having a huge freedom or trial match? Stacks must beat Joe Coffey to ensure Tony D'Angelo's freedom from prison.
2: Yeah, I... I Love wrestling. <laughs> Only in wrestling can one guy's friend be the... There's a fight. And if the friend wins, then the other friend is free from jail and all the charges are just dropped.
1: You know what? I prefer this than just settling. Oh, yeah. I've done something wrong. How about I give you a load of money because I'm rich and then, like, have it disappear? No, fight me. <laughs> fight me? Well, fight, fight me or fight you. Like, <laughs> yeah.
2: Well, like, would you fight for me if I was in jail? Of course. Would you? Would I, like... Would you, tr- would I trust that, like, you would win, that I would be free? You think I'd... Or, like, and vice versa, right? Like, if I was up and if you were in jail, I don't think you'd trust me to fight. I so ain't much.
1: finding <laughs> another tag team partner podcasting. Like if I- I'd got to fight to keep this alive.
2: Yeah, so you'd fight for me. Oh, I'd yeah, fight yeah. for you, too. Yeah. yeah. All right. Good. 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 Yeah, we're on the same page. Good.
1: Who we, who, we, who we fighting? Uh, I don't know.
2: We're going to karaoke later. We'll find out. <laughs> <laughs>
1: We go to a video package from Gigi Dolan, uh, kind of a reply to Kiana's video promo last week. Uh, She says, everyone has their dark side, but I put my demons out there on Front Street for everyone to see. And I'm the dark side that Kiana wishes she knew about. And she's trying to hide who she is. And we see all these kind of Instagram pics of Kiana, you know, like, partying and stuff like that what and she's saying yeah she's just pretending with all this business stuff and you say the gloves came off well yes uh take them off and tear down those hypocritical walls because i know who i am whereas you live a lie and we cut right from this to kiana in the women's locker room and all the girls are kind of laughing at these pictures that came up and uh kiana's Deleting them from a phone and saying, that's not who I was, that's not who I am. Um, so, yeah, I can't say this feud's doing a great deal for me. No, yeah. not at all. And this
2: is terrible. They're basically, like, shaming her party, like, pictures. And it wasn't, I think...
1: they weren't even, like, particularly bad pictures either. Yeah, it was her, like, smiling, holding a glass a of wine. So, yeah, it wasn't yeah, like, like her what? doing fucking lines <laughs> and after heroin was it? Like...
2: <laughs> yeah, that's, that's kind of weird. And I don't
1: know if I'd constitute, like... You know, going out and having some fun is a dark past. Yeah, because
2: everyone in NXT does
1: that. Yeah, it's not quite the same as, you know, the the sort of family stuff
2: Gigi's brought
1: up with her parents. Yeah, and kind, of, kind of bizarre. Yeah. I,
2: I really didn't like this, actually. It's kind of weird that they went that route with it. They could, have, they could have went the route... Like, I thought they were just going the route like Kiana's like, Ha, you're poor and I'm rich. And that's probably where I thought it was going. Mm. And it's like, no, actually you're a whore. (laughs) It's like,
1: no, wait, what? Does it make sense? The story makes sense if, like, Gigi reveals that Kiana, you know, does have the same sort of background, did have a troubled childhood, and then came out and she's acting this facade of this big business. Ball. Right. Instead, it's like, Hey, you used to, you had me. a glass of wine. You had a How glass could of you? wine. Like it's, you, you're
2: a terrible human being. How yeah, could
1: you? Like we've seen these two have a match already as well. And yeah. the fuse continuing. I can't say it's, uh, it's really like my world on fire. Yeah. We go to our next match, Duke Hudson and Andre chase of chase you taking mm-hmm. on drew Gulak and Charlie Dempsey, the former guest, Supply teachers. Supply professor, yeah. teachers, At, trainers. Except normally when you have supply teachers, you piss around more. Whereas, Watch a film. Yeah, exactly. Watch a
2: movie. Watch Bill Nye the Science Guy yeah. on repeat.
1: So uh, Chase and Duke just jump uh, Gulak and Dempsey during their entrance. They come in hot. Uh, Gulak and Duke spill to the outside from a big clothesline. Andre Chase has really nice uh, Nikes on this week. Red, white, and blue. Got them early for the Great American Bash, I think. Matches the red and white of his Chase U. There's a monkey flip from Chase. And then we see on the perch, Bronco Nima and Lucian Price are watching on. Uh, The new tag team. They were advertised to be on this week. We thought we were going to see them in action. But they're kind of just scouting the tag team division here. What a terrible debut. Terrible. Your debut is you're just watching other people. And especially we just had this with... Gaza and yeah. uh, Humberto just watching on. Yeah, terrible the debut. Yeah, um, Duke Hudson hits a uh, Rana, which was pretty impressive. Very nice. Guitar. I mean, he's 6'5". Yeah, he's big. Duke then picks Gulak up, like by the on the turnbuckle by the hair, just lifts him right <laughs> in the air. <laughs> very impressive. Uh, and then hits an avalanche Michinoku driver, which looked very nice. Yeah, I, I popped for this. Uh, love me a Michu driver, but uh, off the top too. Yeah. Uh, Duke and Chase then do their tandem chase-you-jabs and send Gulak and Dempsey to the outside, giving them a teachable moment. And then there's this beautiful vertical suplex with a bridge from Dempsey. Chase and Dempsey are trading forearms. There's a crossbody from Chase. And then Gulak hits the German suplex on uh, Chase into a German from Dempsey with the bridge, which looked really nice. And then on the outside, Thea Hale leaps onto Gulak and applies the Kimura On him. The ref's distracted and Gulak can't get back into the win. And then Chase U hit their double team flatliner. Gory Bomb into the flatliner? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, To Dempsey for the win Uh, in a pretty fun tag, I thought. Yeah,
2: I love the team of Duke and Andre Chase. Obviously they have the Chase You people in the crowd in that section, but like the crowd get so behind them as well. Like months ago, we were saying and calling for them to have won that four way tag. And I still think that would have been the right decision showing that like people have now gotten behind this character. We don't, we don't want to see them turn anymore. Mm. Like, yeah, one day eventually, but I now see this just as a whole
1: like unit that. They could be, like, they're, they're an over-team Yeah, there's there's way more to be had, way more fun to be had with these yeah. just united and no tension between them because I, I've i really been enjoying Duke Hudson. Yeah, me too. Um, I think he he has a nice mix of that kind of, like, 80s-style wrestler where it's just, like, big man and poses and big things. Big But then can do some, like, pretty cool stuff like a, a Rana and that Michinoku. And I really like chase his wrestling I still I'm not a fan of the gear on him but uh his wrestling's pretty good and I think going in there with uh Gulak and Dempsey who are both very technically sound uh I thought this was a lot of fun yeah no and lots of
2: pretty good wrestling both from Drew and Charlie as well I I would like this team to go far as well but i right now I'd prefer Duke and Andre to maybe get the next big t- title opportunity again that they were robbed of but we probably won't go in that direction either
1: We go to Bron Breaker, who says, Ilya Dragunov, you made a big mistake because you weren't even on my radar. You think I'm in your way to the NXT title? Well, you've been behind me since your first day here in NXT, and you'll never get ahead of me. And there will not be enough security, officials, referees, to hold me back from breaking you on the way to the bash.
2: Because I'm the badass Bron Breaker,
1: and I'm going to break you. Yeah. Uh, nice, intense promo. I think Bronze totally found his groove.
2: With this. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I've been loving this character turn. I almost think that on the main roster, when he bec- he reminds me of like Batista, like he's he's a bit of he's got a bit of an edge and loves destroying people, but like can be like your good guy as well. I think he'll eventually find his groove in that department, but right now I'm loving this. I
1: think so. I think he'll the badass. I think he needs to debut as a heel, yeah. And yeah. just like I put him like right near the top of the card, just running through people, uh, his kind of spear out of nowhere. He's hit like so many cool ones. I think we'll get over. And you're right. I I think it will naturally turn him babyface again on the main roster because I I think people will love this Yeah. Guy. Yeah, me um, too. It's working, and I I think it's. Pretty, it's going to be pretty soon we see him. I, I'm i calling like maybe soon. Raw after SummerSlam, something like that. Yeah. Could debut, or absolutely. even all Slam for like a, a run-in or something, you know? With the creeds. Yep. We go to Von Wagner and Mr. Stone. Another one of these vignettes. Sat down, having a bit of a chat. And Von says, last week I got carried away. As we see him putting poor Harvey, big body Harvey through the table. Loving it. And says, but have you just kept on saying all that crap I used to hear as a kid? And when I was a kid, my parents weren't always there to protect me. I'd go to school and I hated it. I'd get bullied. And whenever we had to pick partners for science project or sport or whatever, no one wanted to be with me. Oh. They looked away because I had this metal plate in my head and I looked like a monster. Well, if they see me as a monster, that's what I'm going to be. And Robert Stone goes, to be accepted, he Goes to make it through life. <laughs> He's got to be the monster. And when I came to NXT, I chose to be the monster. But last week, the crowd accepted me for who I am. And it's the first time in life I knew who I was. And it's your annoying, irritating ass I got to thank for that.
2: Wow. With great emotional music playing throughout this, it's just... Uh... You know, people call the bloodline stuff cinema, but this—I this love it. Is they're, TV. Kind of,
1: they're kind of making him like you know Frankenstein's monster. He is.
2: And with his friend. Right. Exactly. Yeah. yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. So Stone is what? Dr. Frankenstein? Yeah.
2: He created this. Yeah. They got to, they got to manage how to maintain the monster. Yeah. That's the next thing. Which it is,
1: where does it evolve from? Yeah. Because I am enjoying these segments. And I love
2: how he's like with my tight, I had titanium in my head. I had it, they called me titanium head. So this, that, is this titanium Von Wagner? I,
1: I think we've now got to see that, like the headbutt. Yeah. To he's got to murder
2: people it. like Shibata style. Yeah. Yeah. Z- what is it, Zidane?
1: <laughs> like, if he can do, like, you know, McIntyre's kind of Glasgow Kiss style, but, like, everyone sells it as dead. Just titanium. Because his, his finish is pretty weak anyway, isn't it? Well, he's been powerbombing The powerbomb's fun, but, like, yeah. his the one he's been using in Ring is kind of not great. All right, we need th- so We need it. The titanium titanium Von Wagner. Love it.
2: Yeah. Oh, man. it out that. to Sia.
1: <laughs> titanium.
2: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. True. I yeah love Sia. Wow. We, what, a, what a segment. Von Wagner. Like wrestling, I, I say it all the time, and I've already said it before. But wrestling is silly, right? And like they've decided, hey, maybe we'll try something different. And it's it's like they're going for like his deep personal story, and it's it's cheesy, but in a way, I hope it turns into like just him like powerbombing people, having good matches. That's what like he yeah. he never had. He was getting over, and then it just. They kept doing the same thing and him roaring. And now they're like, "What? What should we do?" Well, I'm a monster. So it's like, are we gonna then strip it down? He's gonna be more soft, and he's not gonna beat people up. Like he's gonna be some sort of, you know.
1: They've got to yeah find a way to control the monster, and yeah. then Stone like lets it out. Kind of. Look
2: at us. Whoever thought we'd be intrigued by Von Wagner,
1: huh? You've been a fan since day oh, one. Oh, day
2: one. Never, uh, never forget.
1: RYN way in the chat is calling them hardhead Von. Leone, the new head of the table, <laughs> the big head, the big head of the table. Yeah, we'll have
2: Vaughn, Vaughn, and JD McDonough join Ooh Roman, <laughs> head of the table.
1: GoldenEye. <laughs> we go to our next match: Cora Jade taking on Kalani Jordan with Dana Brooke on her side. This is uh, Jordan's NXT debut here. Oh yeah, is it? At least she's been on Level Up, no? But oh,
2: I thought we saw her. Am I have crazy? Have you seen her? Oh man,
1: I thought we just saw her. Talk to Dana, no?
2: Yeah, but I think I might she. Be wrong. Yeah, I thought she debuted last week. Maybe, maybe yeah. I'm wrong.
1: Well, she's having another match. <laughs> um, Jordan starts off like looking quite impressive with this uh, splits, followed by a monkey flip to Cora, uh, showing off her gymnastics, uh, and then followed this up with a pretty nice looking uh, like springboard arm drag.
2: Yeah, she fought Tatum Paxley last That's week. That's right. Her, sorry, yes, yeah.
1: you're right. Uh, Cora then catches Jordan and catapults her against the bottom rope. And then stomps on her spine and hits her running elbow to the back of the neck. Uh, Jordan then gets caught up in the ropes, allowing Cora to drop kick her to the stomach for a two count. Jade then goes to the back elbow again, but this time Kalani moves and rolls up Cora for a two count. Kalani's now delivering these forearms as she's looking like she's kind of running out of gas here. And starts firing up Hit and then does a cartwheel into a Pele kick uh, onto Jade and then... goes up top for a springboard but gets kicked off the ropes and Cora hits her like double arm DDT uh but kind of looked a little ugly here yeah uh for the win
2: here for Cora Jade yeah I mean Cora Jade's been on TV for quite a while now Kalani this is her second match on TV and like there were some parts that looked pretty impressive and there were some parts that looked rough so it's like Korra, to me, still not the biggest fan. I think Cora is not one of the better wrestlers mm. in this women's division on NXT. And Kalani's, like, second week in doing stuff that was a little bit more impressive than Korra, which is like, oh, okay, usually it's the other way around. But, I mean, she's being put on TV because she's ready to show off what she can do. And this definitely wasn't really it. And, I mean, Kalani, kayfabe-wise, she was going for the Playmaker, which is like the one of the number one creator wrestler moves that are just assigned here. That's like MVP's move, right? The overdrive. That's right. Yeah. Get you get no that move. I I can't stand it. So when you're going for that, you just have no chance of winning. So uh, I I actually think she shows some
1: promise uh, with some of the stuff she was doing because she's a gymnast, right? Yeah, I, I mean I think we've seen like the the gymnasts in the past have done pretty well. Like yeah. you're thinking like. Uh, uh, Casey Catanzaro, sorry, uh, what's her name now? Katana, Katana Chance. Jantz has that gymnast background, which um, impresses. And like over years, she's like tied it together with the wrestling a lot better. Uh, Sol Ruka, Tiffany Stratton. Um, it definitely works for these women with these gymnast background. It is also one of those things with NXT, putting people this green out so early on live TV. I think, unfortunately, this might be one of those matches that tomorrow on Twitter we see gifts of and people being like how embarrassing is yeah. this but um she has shown like like signs like some good stuff I agree Cora just isn't quite there there was some clunkiness from both parts uh, here um but I hope over time we see Kilani improve because I think she's got uh something there for she's sure. got a natural like likability about her as a baby face and I I think like some of the stuff look quite impressive so she can yeah. put everything else together uh, after the match Cora goes for her stick and Dana runs in and takes her out with drop kicks and clotheslines and chases her off with her own stuff. Ah. Yeah.
0: This post-wrestling podcast is brought to you by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Financial literacy can be daunting, but it's one of the most valuable things you can equip yourself with. On NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast, their trusted financial journalists offer easily digestible conversational discussions on topics like balancing your portfolio. If you think an ETF is one of Cena's five moves of doom, this show might be for you. Planning for your tax bills this April so you don't have to worry about a visit from Erwin R. Scheister and putting away more money for retirement. Because, unlike most wrestlers at the end of their careers, most of us should only plan on retiring once. Listen to Nerd Wallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future You will thank you.
1: Um, we then go to Ilya Dragunov, who says he's backstage before his match saying, Badass Brombreaker, Breaker, tonight I finish. What you have started, I felt your power and your rage. But tonight you feel my wrath and fury and I will get past you all the way to the Great American Bash and the NXT Championship.
2: Oh, I love Ilya Dragunov. Like no one else sounds or talks or is just like this guy and you can't match this this guy he's a fireball of just
1: i i always think he's just shakespearean yeah I isn't know, like his it it works I so could well probably
2: l- listen to him read a phone book mm. and it'd probably sound amazing
1: i think his promos as well work great for like video packages yeah. as well just like sound bites and his intensity he really would be good.
2: good if he read like audiobooks of like lord of the rings or something. <laughs> like great war like read Absolutely, war novels like, yeah and- He's just so intense, man. I, I I bet this guy's such a sweetheart teddy bear in
1: real life. I, he looks like a nice guy. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Except when I watch him on TV, he's murdering
1: people. Love it. Um, we then go to a recap of last week's NXT underground match uh, between Damon Kemp and Eddie Thorpe. Which was pretty sick. A lot
2: of people were talking about this and we recommended it from last week with mm. some crazy spots in it. Like, was really
1: into this. I hope yeah, we, we see more of I this. I like more of this. And we see uh, after the show last week, Eddie Thorpe and uh, Gable Steveson leaving the arena. And Thorpe says, you know what, Damon Kemp, he's special, but he's no Eddie Thorpe. Uh, Steveson ask, is asked what's next for him. They're like, hey, we saw you throwing around people tonight. He goes, my future? Well, national title, Olympics, but I love being here. There's a lot to think about. I feel like this guy's been thinking about things for about... Two, three years he's now. He's just been thinking, man. Yeah. Maybe he's going back to the Olympics
2: and then back to WWE. Where, when is the Olympics? Ah, the something. Something. California, Paris. 2024.
1: Somewhere. It's next year. Oh, yeah. It's
2: okay. So he could wrestle before then. Yeah. But I, I did read that like he was checking out again. So Yeah. Like I feel this guy's just going to keep on doing these. I don't think he's ever going to be around. Hits a mean German suplex. He does. From last he week. does. Damn. We- this was, oh, my God, audible gasp of laughing. They cut from this clip. To a bunch of uh, trainees. Yeah, PC talent, I guess.
1: Watching on an iPad last week's match. And this one girl goes, that was sick! That was sick! Sick. (laughs) You know that was put in there for a reason.
2: This girl had to say, wow, NXT Underground, that was sick.
1: We keep on, you know what this reminds me of? It's like (laughs) uh, doing your homework in class, just before the lesson starts, right? You just we watch see NXT. every week, we see people watching last week's show on their iPad, right? And it's like, guys, make sure you watch the show before this week's show. And they're like, Fuck. oh, I better watch this NXT Underground match. Oh, Ridiculous. that was sick! Sick. Dijack comes in and says, <laughs> Takes off his glasses. Yeah, you thought Eddie Thorpe was tough, Pfft. give me a break. So, uh, setting up Dijack's next feud there with Thorpe, put him in the underground. Which, I mean, that would be cool. We've seen, I think, Jack, the character's ridiculous, but when it comes to big matches, he's been delivering on yeah. NFC in this last run, and Eddie Thorpe took a while for us to like see something from him. He definitely showed it in that match last week, and I think a Dijak match is probably a, a good way to go. Yeah, it would be a good pairing mm. there, I think. We then go to like our main event of the evening, I think. Yeah. Bron Breaker versus Ilya Dragunov to determine Carmelo Hayes' opponent, at the Great American Bash.
2: Yeah, I mean, if you're someone who cherry picks NXT, I'll say it right now this is a TV match, your whatever contender. Like, this is a, one of the best NXT matches I've seen in quite a long time. Really love this. So,
1: uh, cherry picking aside, go watch it if you haven't. Yeah. Um, Dragunov just charges up Braun immediately, but gets caught, sent in the corner. Uh, Braun's delivering those shoulders, these elbows. They start trading forearms. And Dragunov is delivering his nasty chops. And then Bronn hits a vertical suplex, which sends both over-the-top rope to the floor. Uh, This move is always super scary when they do it, but it always looks really cool. Yeah, I'm always worried something bad will happen, but they still manage to do it. Uh, Bronn then jumps off the top rope, but eats a kick from Dragunov, like his jumping sidekick. And then Ilya starts delivering... Like these deadlift German suplexes Ooh. to the big man, hitting the hat trick. Uh, Bron then goes up the top, going for what we assume is his bulldog, uh, like his dad used to do, but more just like clobbers him on the back of the head.
2: Yeah, I, I don't know if he was trying the bulldog or like like bull, like clotheslining was just him, like a yeah. Nasty. Ilya drops, so you hit him, yeah,
1: and then goes for the military press slam, but Dragunov escapes and hits the. DVD into the corner on Bron followed by the torpedo Moscow but Bron kicks out. Oh yeah,
2: crazy. You I l- don't
1: normally see people kick out of this. Yeah,
2: he's pinned a lot of people with this. Uh, I love again the intensity of Ilya cuz he's always screaming in his matches like yeah. ah. It's like a
1: bushi, you know, he's always just, ah! yeah. Oh man, what a match that would be. Yeah. Um Dragonov then leaps off the top but is hit in midair with the spear from oh. Bron looked great but only a two. Again, bronze spear, pretty well protected here in NXT. This looked great. But Dragunov kicks out. Dragunov, uh, sorry, Bron then goes for his military press slam, but Dragunov counters it into a DDT spiking Bron on his head. And then Dragunov goes for the power bomb. Can't quite get Bron up. But tries again, gets him all the way up. But what I love with this is he, like, jumps to yeah. slam him. I haven't really seen this like before. like Kane used to do. Yeah, like leaping Dropping down. with it, yeah. Yeah, look really cool. Um, and then there's the his, like, flying knockout blow. Yeah. Forearm to the face on Bronn. But Bronn kicks out. So it's not quite a knockout then. I it, feel like this should, should be, be the finish. super Yeah, this should be the super It's finish. like whenever... Osprey does the Hidden Blade yeah. for the Stormbreaker. I'm like, the Hidden Blade looks way more deadly. Yeah, it looks
2: like you'd kill someone with this KO blow. Like, he, the guy's... Bron's laying down. He on top of you, like, forearms you. Yeah. Like,
1: yeah, it's nuts. Uh, Dragunov then just starts slapping Bron, and Bron comes back with this huge lariat, oh. just turning him inside yeah, out. Yeah, upside down. And then Bron goes for the spear, but as he goes for it, Dragunov hits him with Torpedo Moscow again, And then hits it a third time, this time to the back of the head, and puts Braun away. One, two, three.
2: Yeah, two
1: powerhouses,
2: two meaty men just slapping meat. This was full of Braun getting really the test from like a hard hitting wrestler here. We've seen Braun versus, you know, some WWE main roster people and some NXT up and comers, but this guy's a whole different breed. This guy's a whole different monster and kind of awakening something in braun i'd say braun kind of found his match i think my favorite braun match i've seen possibly because like dragunov just doesn't miss and brings something so different and kind of braun is big and mean and scary and he's got badass written on his tights which we'll talk about in a second but like seeing him face this other guy who's probably a little smaller than him getting slapped up and thrown around like i feel like i'd I feel like we'll see this match, if all things go right, like we'll see this match again and again and again in WWE, whether it be, you know, PLEs or Raw or SmackDown or...
1: I hope so, because for me, I I really enjoyed this match. I wanted a few more minutes. Yeah. I didn't really feel those first few, like, big kickouts were, like, earned. Right. yet, And it felt like they were trying to, they were trying to do their takeover epic match in 11 minutes yeah, or whatever short, it was. Yeah. So, for that, I felt... Actually, it was after the kickouts, like the final, like stretch, that I really liked this, and I was just like, "Man, I wanna, I wanna see them run this back." And I was surprised they did this tonight instead of uh, the bash. I would have loved it longer too. That was my
2: yeah. only gripe. Yeah. So, Again, uh, Dragonov versus anyone, but definitely Braun is a great
1: opponent. Great back and forth. Great I, chemistry. I feel we're like rushing, maybe rushing this through because I do think Braun's moving up and. I think Ilya's probably moving up soon as well. Cause, really? Uh, like, have the match with Melo at Great American Bash. I do think Mello retains. I okay. think that sounds awesome, that match. But I see Ilya going up soon. And if they're smart, you know, Survivor Series, Gunther. Uh, Chicago? Ilya would be awesome. Get that, like, right towards the end of the year. Yeah. You know, third time going for match of the year. Wow. Um, I think, like... You debut Ilya on main roster against Gunther. Like, people might be, who's this guy? Once you've seen the match, you'll know who this guy is. Yeah, fair and enough. you can make an absolute star in him. The same
2: with Braun, right? The way he's positioned. Like, there's a lot. There's too many cooks right now in WWE. They seem to have a lot of things planned out beforehand, which is mm-hmm. good, but then, like, hard to insert new casting characters when you've got things already, like, lined up for, mm-hmm. like, a long story kind of thing. So... It'd be interesting to see where he eventually ends up. Because, like, again, him and the Diamond Mine, the
1: two brothers, the Creed's, like, they would be pretty good. I mean, if you wanted to, uh, like, hotshot him, like, Seth. I guess. Seth and that title. Like, Roman, it's, you're going to come in and lose against Roman. But I could totally see them, like, taking it off of Seth. Or, like, LA Knight beats Austin
2: Theory and then Braun... Comes up, it but isn't. like the U.S. titles, like whatever. But still, yeah, you know, still something. can make something from yeah. it. Or the creeds and the tag titles, and yep. something like that. But yeah, this was this was pretty good. And my only gripe was I would like have lo- would have liked to see it on the Bash because they would have gotten a bit more time. Yeah. But uh, Dragonaw versus anyone is fantastic.
1: I'm surprised it was clean as well. I thought maybe we'd be going for a triple, triple threat. threat, so or four way. Does Bronn have anything uh, at the Bash? Is this the last we've seen of Bron? What do you think?
2: Yeah, true. I was I was under the assumption something funky would happen, and then with Finn Balor's involvement, maybe a four way yeah. at the Great American Bash. But this dude lost clean. Yeah, I mean, what what
1: else can he say? He lost. So yeah, we'll see. We then see Wesley being interviewed by Mackenzie Mitchell. He's always polishing that North American Championship.
2: Yeah, talking about long title reigns that might come to an end, right here.
1: Yeah. Um. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> Uh, Mackenzie uh brings up that he'll be facing Mustafa Ali at the bash, and he goes, Yeah, it's on, girl. And I treat every match like it's my biggest match, but there's something different about this, and I don't know how to plan for this guy, which makes things dangerous. Kind of bringing up that he's been just been fucking around cheeky. with them, yeah. Cheeky Ali. This is where Dom comes in and goes, <laughs> Sorry, Dominic Mysterio, Dir- Dirty, Dom. <laughs> dirty they've, Dom. They've added the yeah, the Love dirty it. to it now. He goes. You're the open challenge guy, right? Well, I accept. And Wes is like, "Oh, I I haven't done that open challenge." Yeah, whatever. <laughs>
2: Yo, Dom is just Dom reminds me of like legit shitty people that you know in your yeah. life. This guy hasn't even finished talking, and he goes, "Whatever, I accept." But but, but no, actually, I don't do the challenge. Yeah, cool, whatever. Cool. I see do you it. then. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
1: uh, Wes says, "I haven't done it for a long time," and. Dom's like, oh, I get it. So as soon as I want to accept the challenge, you don't do them anymore. And he goes, well, you know, things were getting kind of crazy around here, but if you want to get crazy, we can do it right now. And Dom does the classic heel thing. Oh, Oh, no, 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 not this week. You're not ready. We'll do it next week, and I'll give you time to prepare. So it's confirmed next week, Dominic Mysterio. Dirty Dom. Sorry, Dirty (laughs) Dominic Mysterio making his NXT debut. I'm... So this is the fucking biggest
2: nxt main roster integration known like possible dirty dom
1: in a match i i think people will like they'll they should like hype this up on raw yeah that dom's going for a title on
2: oh yeah on he's gonna talk about it. He's, he should win if if we weren't already promised ali wes yeah. I'd, I'd say just fucking do it yeah. like he should be down here and wrestling for this title but yeah uh this will be this is gonna be fun this will be pretty great I gotta bust out my new Dom mask. You do have a. D- d-
1: d- careful how you say this, but... <laughs> I mean, uh, I had a few. No. Uh, uh,
2: shout out... Save it for Berlin. <laughs> <laughs> Save it for Berlin. Yeah, I'll bring it. Uh, shout out Big Tom, pure fandom. Uh, I got, I bought me some masks. So we gave away a lot of masks at our uh, Forbidden Poor event, but I, I had to buy some for myself. And I finally got a Liger mask. I finally got a Joker Penta mask nice. for the set here. But. He. They also, this guy already had the Dom. So Dom's WrestleMania mask was like a tribute to Rey Mysterio's Halloween Havoc one, but then like changed a little bit with mm. his own. I got that mask and, it's it, and I've been wearing it. It's just so funny. It's I love it. So uh, I'm excited. Dom, I'm going to wear the mask next week. The chat
1: room is all about this match. Leone's calling two point three million <laughs> next week for this, and the quarter hours will beat the bloodline segment from SmackDown. Yeah, this Friday Dom the Tribal is, Court.
2: Because Dom is on Dom's NXT. on Tuesday. Holy man. I'm excited. I've been loving what's been going on with Dominic Mysterio. So and I've you know, you talk about how I've been a follower of Vaughn since day one. I've been a fan of Dom since day one, ever since he was backstage playing yeah. his PSP. Ever since he was front row when his his life was on the line i've been watching him so i'm i'm happy to see him thrive and he's just so easy to hate and i you, people are loving to hate him and that's what's fun about wrestling so i love that it's working for him finally
1: we see our best friend baron corbin in his <laughs> big house uh highlights of him burning all his <laughs> stuff last week no ships. and he says last week i burnt those ships <laughs> i burnt all my old gimmicks but the problem is I'm now without a compass, oh. and with embers still soldering. What's my future? This house, this life, all built from the echoes of the last eight years. And we see every single gimmick he's had from the from the lone wolf to the waiter to the king to the depressed to the happy to the God's greatest res- wrestling God with uh, oh, yeah. with JBL. Oh, yeah, yeah uh to shorts and and (laughs) whatever that was was. (laughs) and he says they say you can't fight fate but that's exactly what i'm doing and then he leaves his house gets in his car starts driving he says as i look back i see nothing in common with those i portrayed myself to be but now who the hell am i and then he gets to this like wooded area with candles it's like tiki torches yeah yeah and we see a hooded figure, and Corbin
2: approaches him. okay, so Corbin's burning all he's burning all the ships. Mm. He's burning all those past gimmicks. It's Cortez, he's not turning back. He gets in his car, he goes for a drive. He gets out of his car. It's like a horror movie, he's like, "What's going on in the woods?" And there's a hooded figure that he then we assume follows into the woods with these torches. So is he joining schism? He, it's a spooky gimmick, right? It's got to be. It's a spooky gimmick. Yeah. Baron Corbin's getting a spooky gimmick.
1: The warlock. Baron I, Corbin. What,
2: like, what else could you possibly do to this person? So, yeah, let's go. Well,
1: I, or is this someone who's going to, like... Let's go. Let's is it go. Is someone who's going to be with him? Is it another manager? I or? guess,
2: right? He's got to be with someone? But Like, it looked like a big person. Is there someone spooky that... I don't know. It's ridiculous. It's, Eric Young? <laughs>
1: Showtime? Yeah.
2: <laughs> He's not in WWE. Anymore. He is. Oh, really? No, he's been there a while. This guy looked big. I don't know. Okay. Also, what would that have to do with... Know, he's <laughs> spooky! Sanity was kind of weird I don't know. and spooky. This, Yeah, so he's going into the woods. It's Baron Corbin. It could be anything. Well, we know Von Wagner hangs out in the woods. Blue cane? Blue cane. I wish it. I wish. Purple cane? Rainbow cane? <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. But, like, is Baron Corbin going to start... Is he joining a cult? So is this, like, midsummer? Is this the village? M. Night Shyamalan? What's going on here?
1: Maybe it's Kyle Riley. Maybe it's Kyle O'Reilly. Still in, well, it's Vaughn
2: who was in the woods. Yeah, he's out there. So Bar- Baron Corbin's going to go out there. I don't know. This was spooky woods. This spooky was like woods. this was like you know fall time, October time. Those like farms that put on those like spooky mazes.
1: Almost like you know like Viking funeral kind of thing. All those torches and
2: I mean they look, these look like those those like mosquito
1: <laughs> torches, but I don't know. Give us your theories. What's going on? What's going, what's, on, with what's Baron going on with Barry? Like, let us know, at Poison Yeah, is he... On Twitter or on threads. Is he joining a cult like threads? Is he joining... Well, like, the thing is, this is, this looks like, and I think it is something separate, but it's very close to the schism stuff. Right. Right? Like, he is lost. He doesn't He's know his, He doesn't know his way. He doesn't oh. know who he is. Oh, wait a second.
2: Wait, yeah, wait. Um, last week, the schism, someone headbutted someone... And they were wearing a loaded mask, Mm. and it was like a red cloak thing, right? And this week, Gacy's like, oh, it wasn't me. Clearly, that person wasn't Corbin because of the size, but maybe he is joining the schism. Yeah. Who knows? Because he's a lone wolf. To bring
1: him to the main roster with him. Because he's so, Baron Corbin's so
2: inclusive and happy face. Because he's happy. Get it? Happy face, happy Corbin. Yeah. Right? It all works out. It works. There we go. We figured it out. So, schism. Gotcha. Got it.
1: We go to our next match Tiffany Stratton versus Ivy Nile. Ivy Nile's in mourning as the Creeds left. Everyone left her Tyler Rust, Malcolm Pivens,
2: oh, Roderick Strong. Yeah, she's been through the ringer. And now the
1: Creeds. Paxley. I'm still <laughs> Paxley. So representing Diamond Mine alone, Ivy Nile.
2: Wearing a Creed shirt? Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. She's just so sad.
1: So sad. What happened? Um. Booker calls Tiffany a hottie biscotti and says, give me a cup of that. And Vic points out, he's like, I've already
2: told you, but.
1: (laughs) A biscotti's a cookie. It's a biscuit. No coffee. It's not a drink. And Booker says, it is what I want it to be. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. He should also say, Booker, she's old enough to be your granddaughter. (laughs) Um, there's this weird snapmare from Tiff. Ivy catches Tiffany with a single-legged Boston Crab, which Tiff transitions out of into a headlock. Uh, and then there's a springboard right hand from Ivy. Uh, quite a bit of sloppiness, i got to say, uh, in this match. Uh, Tiff sweeps the leg on the apron, uh, Sweeped doing a hip attack, sending Ivy to the outside, <laughs> and then does this, like, face stomp to Ivy, where it seems oh. like Ivy might have been hurt here.
2: It looked like she just rubbed her feet, like she stomps her face. I don't know. I hope her nose is okay. Mm. Didn't, I don't know if she was bleeding, but ouch. The ref was checking on her.
1: There's another hip attack from Stratton, and then a side, uh, Ivy comes back with a sidekick and goes for Julius's like, cartwheel Death Valley driver and goes to follow it up with like the Creed's lariat, uh, but Tiffany escapes Ivy goes the dragon sleeper, but uh, Tiffany escapes, slamming her head against the turnbuckle, allowing her to hit the pretty prettiest moonsault ever for the win.
2: Yeah, a little rough of a match. Uh, Tiff has definitely like been on a roll since becoming champion, even before that. Ivy, I think, is a little lost. I don't know if that's part of the story, but like, I, I was expecting a bit more. I know both are definitely capable of actual wrestling. Like both are super skilled when it comes to the mat and in between the ropes, but. Like okay, didn't like you know annoy me. Or I anything. think
1: this was Tiffany's weakest match we've seen, especially recently. Um, and I think Ivy maybe Ivy showed a lot of promise start, but I haven't really seen much improvement. Um, not that she's been given a lot of like big matches to go out there, but I thought I didn't think they were on the same page for a lot of this match, unfortunately, and it it wasn't a great outing. Yeah. Uh, after the match, uh, the CWC are all chanting, "You tapped out." To Stratton. Yeah. And she gets the mic and says, I beat Thea fair and square. Leave me alone. As Leave if, Leave yeah. me alone.
2: Uh, yeah. Uh, I think that's the Great American Bash match. I mean, the crowd was into it. They're chanting you tapped out. She did tap out. So Thea beat her. I would say that's the hottest contender. That is the hottest. There's
1: no other contender, right?
2: Exactly. So you might as well run that back. And yeah. I do think that's where they're going.
1: Well, we cut backstage to Thea Hale with... Uh, Andre Chase and Duke Hudson and Thea's saying did you see how I applied that Kimura and they taught me that they taught me how to do that and she goes yes they're horrible people but they taught me that move and now I can tap out anyone and Duke said did you hear that they just booed Tiff out of the building and you made Stratton tap out and you can do it again and become NXT Women's Champion and they start chanting rematch. 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 Ah. So I think this is great American Bash. It has to be, yeah. yeah. There's, there's nothing m- else. There's really. no
2: other contender that's on that level. So and that you do the same spot. She wins the exact same way,
1: would be the way. And it go. kind of the characters work. It's like the, you know, mean girl, prom queen kinda of yeah. against the scrappy do cheerleader kind of yeah. who gets picked They on should and bring stuff. that up in the yeah. thing. Yeah. Prom the prom queen.
2: It'll be prom night for Thea Hale. She's going to win the NXT title. Imagine.
0: Yeah.
1: Why not? Why not? Um, they bring up a tweet from Noam Dar just being how sad oh, he is and lost after man. losing the Heritage Cup. And he's holding a bottle of wine. This
2: guy's got a bottle of wine and a in a brown bag. bag. His hair's all disheveled. His suit's undone. He's just looking like garbage.
1: And just a bunch of tweets from the rest of Metaphor being like, You got this, Noam. Don't worry. In, in we got you. In
2: honor of... Uh, him not being here tonight because he's unfit to be at NXT. We, in solidarity, will not be there either. Yeah. So they're showing like their support that it's not fair that he's not holding the cup exactly. anymore. Uh, I love these guys. They're they're pretty, they're pretty funny. funny.
1: Yeah. Uh, we go to Blair Davenport who says, "Are we going to talk about how I destroyed that little girl? I felt her jaw crack. I need her in the face. I Damn. absolutely destroyed her. And this division." Is for grown women, not little girls with bows in her hair. And if she comes at me again, I'm going to leave her like Wendy, Nikita, and Sol on the shelf for good. Damn. So, kind of continuing this story as well. We're going to run this one back. It seems. Yeah, maybe we add that to Great American Bash too. I'm not sure. I can't like that. It's starting to get pretty full now, is it not? Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. I, I can't see. I think this will be another TV one. Okay. Maybe. Yeah. We go to the freedom or trial match. Channing stacks Lorenzo, taking on Joe Coffey. Stacks look great tonight. If Stacks.
2: We've talked about it already, but if Stacks wins, Tony is free and the charges are dropped. Yeah. And, you know, what other show would have this on their their
1: show? Stacks in like a, a tank top and then green velour, tracksuit bottoms.
2: So he kind of matches. Gallus. Gallus. Yeah. He kind of matches
1: their gear. I thought you looked good. Uh, Looking like Tony Soprano, really. (laughs) This started off pretty slow. It was a bunch of headlocks and just kind of a normal, like, wrestling match.
2: I think the gimmick here was that he... They weren't... He wasn't trying to hurt him.
1: Exactly. And Joe thinks he's pretty much going to lie down for him. Yeah. So, we get a shoulder block from Coffee, and Joe offers his hand and says, Do you want to be the Don? It's time. And... Stax Stax is like, like, yeah, stands up and there's the all the best for the bells lariat from coffee, which looked great. Yeah. One, two, kick out to zero reaction. I don't think they've conditioned this crowd enough to know that this is a A finisher, finisher. Um, but like it was deadly quiet here. Uh, Gallus are like reacting. Oh, my God. He kicked out. They're like, what are you doing? And Joe's saying we had a deal. And Stax going, I ain't no snitch. And then after the break, we come back and Tony D'Angelo has called in. We have a collect call from,
2: you know, county prison here. Like we hear the voice, the the tone, and then over
1: the loudspeaker is Tony's voice. Going, go on Stax, you got this. You thought you could mess with the D'Angelo family. If you ain't got family, you got nothing. And now the crowd are getting into it. They're like, oh, okay. This this is so ridiculous. So silly. Drop that rat bastard. (laughs) So Bronco, Nima, and Lucian Price come out to stare down the champs. For reasons. Great debut. It's like, yeah, they're just putting the tag team division on notice. They're staring down Wolfie and Mark. And then Joe is saying, we had a deal. And Stax says, I didn't have a deal with anybody. Starts fighting back. There's a backdrop to Joe. Uh, he takes out Wolfgang with a suicide dive and then stacks, gets the crowbar, hits Joe with it as the referee's distracted and then does the Eddie spot. So he throws the crowbar to Wolfgang and does a backdrop, faking that he's been hit in the face. So the ref turns around and says, Wolfgang, you are out of here. I mean, it should have been a DQ. Yeah. In the game, it would have been. <laughs> and then... Uh, Stax hits like a, a knee stomp, kind of like Seth Rollins stomp on yeah, like a knee. Yeah, we've seen him do this before, yeah. yeah. Um, to pick up the win and free Tony D. We did D. it! Stax did it! We freed Tony D. He says, You're coming home, Don. Never betray family. Yeah, you hear that? Never betray family. So this will be at the bash, uh, Gallus against these two, it seems. Yeah, I mean,
2: uh, sorry to uh, any Scottish people. I know I, my ancestry told me I'm more Scottish uh, recently, but uh, come Great American Bash, the Italians are taking home the gold because I think finally the the Dawn is free. It's been officially announced next week. The Dawn and Stax homecoming on NXT on Tuesday night. I mean... What more can we ask for? That the Dawn is free, the Mafia... I mean, sorry, what Mafia? What are we talking about? Mm. Uh, great, great. So ridiculous. You mentioned it. The crowd were so quiet for a bit, like the beginning of this. And then, I don't know what it was, but when we came back, like it just picked up and the crowd were going nuts.
1: I think the thing... Joe Coffey's been so sporadic since coming back to NXT that people don't know what his, his moves are or anything. So, I yeah, I, I thought the actual wrestling was pretty dull but i enjoyed the just campy ridiculous yeah of exactly the whole thing
2: never betray family
1: yeah um so i'm sure that will be a thing uh in uh at the bash we go backstage to schism who approach ivy nile and says the one survivor of diamond Ni- mine and ivy says oh i didn't recognize you without the loaded mask and joe says that wasn't me I uh, I was kicked out of the arena, remember? Like, it couldn't have been me. I mean, to be fair, it didn't look like him. It kind of did. It had the beard. It was, like, shorter and a bit... Really? It, yeah. Oh, okay. So, I don't know. Um, and, well, it says it wasn't me. It uh, wasn't me? Jagger Reed says the schism tree is blossoming more than ever, as you see uh, people like more people in their yellow smiley face masks behind them. They say there's always room for one more. And as they're all walking off, uh, I don't know. There were two of these kind of people behind them that looked kind of like Brutus and Julius. So they might just be joining like, the Colton spying on them, or like still yeah, there, lingering. Maybe. Like it was there was one like shorter, stockier guy and one taller guy. I might be wrong. It might just be, but it was like the last two kind of lingered and looked at Ivy as they walked. off. Okay, so I wonder.
2: Yeah, I feel like the whole loser leaves NXT thing isn't staying with no. the creeds. I, I I said that last week, and I definitely get the vibe now. I think you're I think you're onto something with that. I think it might be them.
1: I'll have to go back and re-watch being like, yeah. we're not
2: going out like that. Like that, you cheated, mm. like to get us out. So that's we're not going out like that. We talked to Sean Michaels, and he said, you know, they're going to take the schism down. Because like, how funny would it be if they if these dyad lads, the GYV lads, are like, Yo, Sean, we want out of here. Yeah, and Sean went, Okay, we're gonna have a loser leaves NXT match. Okay, great, thanks. That's how we'll get rid of No, 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 no. That's how we're going to write off the (laughs) creeds. And they're like, wait, what? You what,
1: mate? It's so funny. So
2: I think they're going to reverse it and redo the match at the Great American Bash and Schism are gone. Okay, cool. All right. Unfortunately. uh, Sorry, Dyad is gone, I guess. Dyad's gone. Or Baron Corbin helps them win. (laughs) I don't know. Something ridiculous.
1: Yeah, I mean, you could, like... I don't know how that would work. Like, Corbin goes up with GYV. weird no stop
2: please just put GYV on the main roster yeah yeah that's what I mean with Corbin no no GYV on the main roster
1: have a have a whole trios division going. trios
2: with Corbin yeah Yeah, love it great base god Baron Corbin
1: we go backstage to Ulyssa Leon and Valentina for uh I love these two I did have a bit of trouble catching everything they said here yeah um I think they were saying that metaphor are annoying and then uh, they start talking in Portuguese when Umberto and Gaza come in and say, hey, how about you come and join us? And we'll put smiles on those beautiful faces. Oh. And then Nathan Fraser, Dragon Lee, step in and Fraser goes, you got a problem? i like, no. He goes, jog on then. That You're going to hear that a lot in, on. in London. Jog on. Like, get lost. Fuck off. Right.
2: Jog on. Yeah, people always say Canadians say take off, eh? But we don't really say that. Mm-hmm. yeah. Thing, yeah. Nathan Frazier looks like Fabio holding this like trophy, like, like just this luscious hair, like yeah. the, the male model. Uh, yeah, so Dragon Lee and um, Nathan Frazier and his cup are going to face these two, I guess, the so lovers, uh, Los y- Yeah,
1: so uh, which. They haven't had a match yet, have they? Since no, they've just been in. They've been watching walking people, around for weeks. Just like the new team. So, day. But that, that actually sounds pretty good. I like Humberto and, and Garza. It's been a long time since I've watched them wrestle, but I, I enjoyed them in NXT. And Dragon <Draft2> yeah. Lee and Nathan Fraser are great, so that actually sounds like a pretty fun tag match next week.
2: Yeah, many, many moons ago, we covered both those guys' careers through NXT, so cool to kind
1: of see them come back. So next week, we've got that tag. We've got uh, Tony D'Angelo's homecoming. Awesome. For, for
2: those uh, not watching
1: YouTube, I'm uh, doing, the, doing the, the, fingers. the Italian pose. Yeah. You know? And Wesley versus Dominic Mysterio for the North American oh, Championship. For God's sakes, his name is Dirty Dom. <laughs> Sorry, I'm, I'll get there, I'll get there. Uh, we now go to our main event of the evening, Judgment Day, made up of Priest and Balor taking on trick mellow gang trick williams and carmelo hayes love it yeah
2: i love uh carmelo hayes i love his music also i'm always singing along to it i don't know the words but i'm always singing along to it um and i love his in his entrance has the bullseye like it thing in the middle of the ring mm. like it's like the retro wrestlemania's used to have the
1: laser logos yeah. like he's got that for his entrance and it looks it looks pretty sick there's this huge forearm from Priest right at the beginning to Williams. Uh, Trick then comes back with this clothesline to Bala. Mellow tags in, and Williams like throws Mellow into a springboard, into a crossbody, which looked pretty cool. Uh, me- like Trick has height on him, so it's kind of cool watching him throw Mellow around. There's then Undertaker chance to Priest. I guess because he's wearing black and purple. Kind of looks like him. Tall tattoos, long hair. Kind of looks like him. Gothi. Yeah. Scares off sharks. Yeah, yeah he probably scare a shark or two. Yeah. Um, they like to party as well, both, don't they?
2: And, I mean, sharks like blood and vampires like blood. And don't forget, both the last time I saw, yeah. da- the last time I was talking about Damien Priest on NXT, I was talking about how much I thought he was a vampire. Yeah, that's and true. Then Gosh. he went and
1: joined a goth gang. Yeah. So, I mean, was I really wrong? No. Uh, Priest and Ballad then start double-teaming uh, to Mellow. Mellow starts, uh, Trick then comes back with these right hands and a flapjack and then hits this... Uh, Nice-looking, like, running, twisting neckbreaker. Looked pretty cool. Yeah,
2: I think we've seen Trick use this as a finisher. Mm. Kind of, I don't want to, who used to do this? Like, Goldberg? Or someone used to do the spinning neckbreaker thing, yeah. Uh,
1: There's then a sling blade from Finn to Mellow, followed by the John Woo dropkick. Goes for the coup de grace, but Hayes moves and hits his springboard clothesline. And then Priest is tagged in, goes for South of Heaven, but Mellow counters this with a wheelbarrow stunner, which looked pretty cool. Yeah, sick. Priest then hits what looked like blunt force trauma. Uh, L.A. Knight's move. Like the the headlock front DDT. Yeah. Driver. Yeah. Um, kind of like Dean Ambrose used to do as yeah. well. Goes for the pin, but Williams breaks it up. There's then a razor's edge from Priest to trick on the announce table. I am the oh, table yeah. here. Ouch. Uh, and then a co break from Mello. Dom, get, as he's going for nothing but net, Dom gets up on the apron to distract uh, so uh, Mello gets down. Uh, Priest picks him up, but Mello counters this into a satellite, like a satellite face plant. And then Dirty Dom grabs a steel chair. And as the referee's distracted, Priest gets the briefcase. But Ilya Dragunov runs out to try what? and get the briefcase off of Priest. And then Mello charges. Priest moves. Mello bumps into the briefcase, <sighs> into Ilya's face. And then this allows uh, Bala to set, uh, set Melo up, hits the crew, coup de grace and pins Hayes again. Wow. Yeah.
2: A pretty fun main event here. Yeah. Judgment Day, again, being main event stars, giving NXT a bit of the rub. Everyone involved here has come through NXT, really, except Dirty Dom, because he's not come through here. But, like, pretty cool, like, different eras of NXT kind of represented in one match here. And... Kind of strange that they had Melo lose to Finn like on Raw like last week or whatever that was, and then right again here you didn't have Trick take the loss. There must
1: be a reason for that. Okay, I'm wondering if uh, this is a Summerslam match. I I'm kind of thinking it is. Although, are they setting up? Are they setting up Seth Finn again at Summerslam? Like Seth doesn't really have an opponent and no one else waiting. But the fact we have seen Trick and Mello on. Raw, right? Like we've seen them like interact on the main roster as well. It's unless they're inserting him into the Ilya match, which seems weird. I wonder if this is kind exa- of weird. Exactly. Exactly. I thought it was going to be Braun, Ilya, Finn, and
2: Mello in a four way, but instead, no. It's Ilya pinning Braun clean, and Finn pinning Mello, the champ, on TV. So you would imagine this guy gets the title Triple shot. Triple threat. Triple oh. threat. I guess with Ilya. In yeah. there, which um, it's like ah, we'd like rather the singles, but I don't know. It's kind of weird. I would like any iteration of these three, but it's like, what is the the match? There was talks of people saying that they were think there was going to be a, an NXT title match at SummerSlam. I guess Mello Finn. So I mean, whoever wins, you would imagine it's Mello beating. Dragon I would Off. think so. Yeah. So Mello versus Finn at SummerSlam, which is like, is that kind of weird? Would people know what's going on?
1: They usually I think there's don't do enough that time if you have like. More of this crossover. As I said, like it's it's not like Mellow and uh Trick haven't been on Raw. You could do this tag match again on Raw, maybe. Um Right. Yeah, I'm not sure. I don't sure. know. It, it is a little weird, but definitely Finn should be changed. They seem to be setting up something. Finn's pinned him twice. Like as you said, you just have Finn or Priest pin Trick. Yeah. Otherwise. Yeah. So it's it's very deliberate. You're also this is kind of playing into the first tension between Mellow and Ilya, because Mellow Sorry, was yeah. After the match. Ilya, like, what the hell were you Ilya's doing? Ilya's apologizing. He was like, I was to help.
2: Yeah. He's like, stay out of my business. Yeah. Why would you get involved? So, which is kind of right. Like, he would have won if Ilya didn't show up. So, there's that tension. So, it is a bit weird. It's like one week is the bash, and then the week later, is SummerSlam. So, yeah. you could potentially do that. I mean, maybe we're just talking about something that's never going to happen. But, yeah, like, maybe. it does seem that having Finn interject would make that a triple threat. Maybe Braun does. lay his claim and be like nah screw that i'm in this match too and it is a four-way but then why would you have
1: you know especially uh especially with um fuck where was i going yeah uh yeah i don't know it's oh no i was gonna say especially with this isn't like the first time finn's pinned mellow no pinned him on raw on
2: raw and now on nxt yeah so
1: it's twice which makes you think they're building they have to
2: give him a title shot um
1: leone in the chat saying judgment day about to be draped in gold Good. We got Dirty Dom. We got Priest cashing in on Seth. You have Dom as North American Champion, Rhea as Women's Champion, and Finn as NXT Champion.
2: Wow! Look at that. Maybe That's stable going in wrestling. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, pretty. Pretty fun episode of NXT. Honestly, some some good wrestling. The main event was pretty good with like the back and forth with Mello, even Trick stepping up, impressing. Obviously, Priest and Finn are, are vets at this shit, and they're really good. But the match was pretty good. Had my interest in the storyline is intriguing because now I'm wondering where they go with this. And I hope we see more of judgment day. And I think we will, cause we know Dom's here mm. and Rhea's here next week. So Finn's probably got something to say about this and we'll maybe clear the air of what, cause they were quick to announce Ilya Mello. So maybe, maybe, they do turn it into a triple threat with yeah. Finn uh, at the bash, which, again, does sound pretty good. I well. think the bash is
1: going to be really good this year. Yeah. Um, Ali and Wes, if Wes beats Dom, yeah, that's, that's a true. that's a huge roadblock there. I, I thought this was a bit more of an up-and-down episode. I, I thought both women's matches were pretty disappointing this week. Uh, I enjoyed the the opening tag. I really enjoyed Bron Ilya, and this, this main event was fun. But I, I still think NXT is on... A good course at the moment like with uh both storytelling and actually delivering uh on these ple's so
0: yeah yeah no as
1: strong as maybe the last couple of weeks we've done but still uh an enjoyable episode of nxt yeah i gotta say
2: nxt is still like seems like the the least important show a lot of people have totally checked out and i totally understand but once a week there is at least minimum one match that i'm like oh man that delivered of watching and uh, there was a few like I the, know, the ratings
1: are more people watching this than collision. I know, yeah, exactly. Page,
2: so like I, I really enjoyed Braun and Ilya. Like I, I, I really got into it. So I'm, I'm intrigued of where we're going with the bash. And I'd say on paper, so far, if we're looking ahead, predicting here that it's either a Ilya Mello or Ilya Mello Finn. And then Ali versus Wes or Dom. Um, and then Tiffany
1: V. Thea, Tiffany Thea Gallis versus the D'Angelo family uh,
2: creeds versus
1: GYV, GYV. like yeah. Yeah. I feel like this card is shaping up to yeah. be something pretty good. So, all right. Well, that's what we thought. Let's see what you guys thought. Every week we post our feedback thread on the Poison Rana Facebook group. If you haven't joined it yet, what are you waiting for?
2: What are you waiting for? Uh, yeah, join the Facebook group, search Poison Rana, there's a page, you can like it, but it leads to the group, and we'll let you in, and we share memes and all fun things, but I'll read the first feedback here from Ethan Black, who writes in, Fun episode, Braun and Ilya was a banger, match of the night, Chase you and Gulak, Chase you versus Gulak and Dempsey was fun, and the main event was alright, Tony D'Angelo is free, hot take, Judgment Day interference is getting too much, it reminds me of House of Torture from New Japan, <laughs> Uh, yeah, but I, it's, that's part, the WWE, like, everyone does interference. That's just WWE for years. Uh, finisher names for Lyra Valkyria. Okay, I like where this is going, Ethan. He says, the falcon arrow, missed opportunity. Yeah, I mean, she could just use the falcon arrow as a move. Yeah, that would be cool. Uh, The falcon kick. Yes, I know we've said that one. Yep, yep. I think that word determined. And birds of prey and bird lady splash. Oh,
1: bird lady splash. I
2: think we're going to go with bird lady splash on that one, Ethan. (laughs) Thank you.
1: But she has to yell it before hitting it. Bird lady splash. Bird lady splash. Too bad she
2: couldn't do, like, the bird man call.
0: Like,
1: (laughs) I can't roll my eyes, but I can't. Yeah, like, that would be pretty sweet. We go to Sean who says a mostly okay episode wrapped around a fantastic match between Bron and Ilya. Cora had a good showing, but Kalani needs more work and there is nothing they can make me do to care about Dana Brooke and NXT. The episode took a hard dip in the second hour with a rough match between Ivy and Tiffany, in which neither woman looked particularly good. I'm not feeling Tiffany's title reign. Character work is fine, but her promos are not good, and she's inconsistent in the ring. Stanks vs. Coffee was not uh, was mostly okay wrestling and bad melodrama. The main event was fine for what it was. I was not thrilled with Mello taking another loss to Judgment Day, even if it was to create an issue between Mello and Ilya. All that aside, though, Bron and Ilya killed it. At this point, both guys are due for a move up to the main roster, and I hope we see it soon after Summerslam. Yeah, agreed. We go to Magan who writes in, Judgment
2: Dane came, saw, and caused nothing but trouble. Finn pinning Mello twice should lead to Mello getting it back in blood, but it does telegraph Great American Bash a little bit. Ilya Dragunov shouldn't be treated like a challenger of the month. Speaking of Moscow Mahler, he and Braun Breaker bodied it. It was a takeover level match. Tony D is free. Ivy Nile won't be lonely much longer. I bet the Creed boys are moles in the schism. If Dirty Dom wins the NA title next week, I'll flip a table. Strong episode. Well, Magan, you better set up those tables and line them up because Dirty Dom's taking that North American
1: title. Now I just want Dom to win even more. And finally, we go to the BD champion, Fire Frank, who says, The Don is free, time to celebrate AOA. no, no. no, no a oh oh, my bad true italian and ps dirty dom should win the north american title i'll get quiet it'll get quiet in the cwc a little too quiet
2: you'll learn about this tomorrow okay on the ninja turtles 2 review with fire frank (laughs)
1: uh thank
2: you everyone for writing in there and the feedback again join that facebook page Thank you for listening to us and joining us here on the YouTube as well. Uh, we do have threads now search poison Rana pod on that at poison Rana pod on Twitter as well. And, uh, hit that subscribe on poison Rana and whatever podcast app here. Of course, this show here on post, follow everything going on in the world and follow PostWrestling.com for everything else. John and way are doing Sino, Andrew, the whole gang, WH everyone doing the Lord's work there at postwrestling.com And, uh, uh, yeah, We have lots of other podcasts, as we mentioned. Follow us on Poison Rana, our Patreon as well. Five bucks, you get access to like 500 podcasts in there. So many podcasts at your disposals. I know you need them for those long rides, those walks, those days at the gym. I don't know. When do other people listen to podcasts? Cooking. Cooking. Cleaning. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So uh, only five bucks to support us and become a friend and support us uh on our travels in the next little while because we'll need it so you want to buy us a beer buy yourself patreon.com slash Poison for only five bucks but that's it that's all I myself Brain Harrington Twitter Instagram at the
1: Bray D and you can find me on Twitter Instagram and threads if you want to read my two threads I've put up so Ooh, far yeah? uh, at David Portman
2: excellent well take care goodbye be safe Tony D is free and remember never betray family ahoy